The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. Christmas can be a difficult time to navigate family dynamics. Here to talk us through surviving Christmas as a blended family is Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and host of the podcast Tough Love. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Anton. How are you? I'm very good. This thing of a blended family, when you have two sets yes. of family traditions that overlap or conflict, how do you navigate it? Well, I suppose the the, the first is to acknowledge that there are two. As there's the older, you know, each person has their own kind of history, and I suppose a blended family always has children from you know both sides and or maybe even children together so you may have both three sets in many ways um so how do you navigate it i think with a lot of respect number one it's to try to acknowledge that for each person and for each child or children that there are memories that have to be honored in some way and then there is the opportunity to create something new that goes forward so it's sort of I would always think of it like an eye on the past, an eye on the present and an eye on the future. And I think that's what makes a difference if you can look at it that way with a kind of a lot of respect, not a rigid look at what I do is the right way and what our family do. That's the right way to do it. That's where the trouble really begins. Even that can be challenging, though, because if you want to respect traditions that were the norm in a different family, and let's say in that family it was the dad's role to do X, Yes. And you then say, well, OK, I will emulate that. Well, now you're stepping into shoes that mightn't be yours to wear. Well, exactly. And the I mean, you have to there, there is there is also then what you're really pointing to, which is the absent, the person who's not present, if you like, who is loved by the child, that other parent who is not present in this family for that child. And so you have to respect not just the traditions, but the love and and their memories and also that you are, you know, you are not a father to that child or you are not a mother to this child. You are a stepmother or a stepfather and it is a different position. What about the other generations then? <laughs> what if we're talking grandparents? If you have divorced grandparents who are being brought together into the one household for a, a family Christmas, that can add a layer of tension that doesn't help with Christmas, can't it? You, do you think with you're thinking like in a, in a blended family situation or in any situation? I'm thinking. Let's imagine that you have a, a you have yes. a couple. They have their kids, and then either man yeah. or woman of that couple is bringing their divorced grandparents by for Christmas dinner. So uh, people who yeah. have managed to avoid each other now for twenty years are forced into playing nice okay. at Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so you're bringing people together who are normally. Well, I think that is. You're right. That is that is difficult and um, often doesn't happen. Actually, I think it's it's less inclined to happen. Although I really believe, as somebody myself who has been separated and children and all of that, that it is the job of the adults to be respectful, to also make it okay for your children because they always want both parents, unless there's been like real toxicity. You know what I mean? And real, real abuse. But in normal situations. It's the parents who fall up, fall out of love with each other, who who decide they don't want to be in each other's lives anymore in a romantic sense. But they are parents forever, and then you are grandparents forever. So in that sense, I just I have a little less. You probably can hear that in my voice. I'm a little less tolerant of that. I really feel grow up, you know, and step up to the mark and be adult for your children, because really you're still modelling. You're always modelling for your children. How do you behave socially? I've been at weddings where people are standing at each end of the room and will never talk. Sorry, it's ridiculous, entirely ridiculous to, you know, to, to put that upon your children at any point in their life, in my view. 
Will Will you not have a situation in that kind of context where um, the people who are not speaking may say, look, it is with great force of will that I am here at all and I deserve credit for that given what that person did over the years. So don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's that's one way of looking at it. But your children didn't do anything. You know, it's this is your personal journey and what they did. You know, I don't I don't, just don't see it that way. I don't think you can ask your children to carry your story. It is up to you to carry that story. And this whole thing, you know, if you can't do it with a, a certain kind of giving, um, well, why do it at all? Why make yourself then the centre of the day? It's all about me and what I've given up and how great I am. I don't think so. What I don't then? think so. I don't see it that way. What about, regardless of whether it's blended family or not blended family, mm-hmm. what about those bubbling rifts that are there in families and that have kind yes. of lain dormant for some time and now you put everybody in close quarters, you throw in a little bit of alcohol, you throw in a little bit of tiredness and overeating. How do you yes. prevent them from bubbling over? Well, I think I, I think that is really one of the big issues, isn't it, at Christmas, that things that have laid dormant and not been spoken about can jump to the, as they say, Christmas dinner table. And I think the, the trick is perhaps to agree certain things won't be discussed. And I think that can be done. We're here today to have a nice day for mum and dad or for, you know, kind of for everybody. Let's make it nice. Let's keep away from ABC. Interesting one saying, what about different family traditions? There was a row in our house one year about whether we should wrap presents or not. Well, that's a small one to sort, do do or don't. But that is really, the, the, the simplicity of it is that there's there's a lot of importance placed on very small things. And, you know, as though there's a right and a wrong way. There is a way, there is the way you did it last year. That becomes the tradition for this year. So if you make oh, well, it sorry, something Stephanie, good I, enough, I hate to question your expertise, but in the context of that, yeah. there, there there is clearly a right or wrong way. You have to wrap your presents. Who doesn't wrap presents at Christmas? I agree. Wrap them and it's all about the surprise and all of that. But why would you... Why fight about it? Why fight about it? It it doesn't. I, I've seen that myself. I've actually been been visited with that myself. And for me, the magic of Christmas is the effort you put in to the wrapping. But maybe you can sort of bring people along. For a lot of people, they have not got their gifts wrapped. They weren't you know they weren't wrapped for them, so they think it's okay. Doesn't seem okay for you. It doesn't actually seem okay for me. But that is what they have been brought up with. So what, what you're getting is this clash at Christmas, especially in the, in the blended family. You're getting this kind of clash of styles, of traditions, of often parenting styles, but often also just what people are used to. And it is a little bit of a shock how other people celebrate Christmas when you, if you feel you've had something, you know, very nice. You can really be surprised by it. You, you mentioned earlier on, if you're going to be together, do it nicely. If you're not, then don't be together. We have a text along those lines saying, two separate Christmas celebrations. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On News Talk.